Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the New Lexington Bible Church Weekly Devotional Podcast. I'm Pastor Brian Swinford, and uh, we're going to be uh, in Ephesians here today. We'll be in chapter 4. Uh, we'll be looking at verses 7 through 16. So Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses 7 through 16 today. And uh, I apologize for... Uh, switching it up and getting this devotional up at the end of the week as opposed to the beginning of the week, which I normally do. I just had some mix-up stuff with the uh, schedule this week, um, but I trust that everyone spent time in the Word and in prayer and uh, took responsibility for their own walk with the Lord, and uh, hopefully you've had a, a good week and that you uh, made it to midweek service. And that you got to uh, spend time in the Word and in prayer this week. And um, thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate your faithfulness. Um, I sure hope that these Bible studies have been a, a blessing to you. And uh, I've really enjoyed the study in Ephesians so far. And so we'll get right back to it. So let's uh, let's have a word of prayer. Then we'll have our quick devotional here. And uh, we'll talk about a couple things. And uh, hopefully it'll help you uh, get into the weekend with the... Uh, focus on Christ and uh, just strengthen you until we can make it into the Lord's house uh, this Lord's day. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to open up your word and to study the scriptures. It's good any time of day, Lord, whether it's uh, morning time, afternoon, or in the evening. Any time that we have to spend with you, God, seeking your wisdom, guidance, and direction according to your word, it strengthens us, gives us hope, peace, and comfort. I ask that you bless all that listen into the podcast, Lord. I ask that you bless me with the ability to teach from Ephesians today. Give me the words to say. Let the words of my mouth, meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. God, I just pray for um, strength for all those that uh, believe and uh, help us in these perilous times uh, in the face of adversity, no matter what we're going through, to stay strong and faithful for you, Lord. We love you, we thank you, and we need you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's look at Ephesians here. Hopefully you got your Bibles open. And I'll begin to read. Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 7. The scripture reads this, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. <clears throat> every one of us is a reference to every one of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a letter to Christian believers. So everyone who is a Christian has been given grace. But listen to this. This grace is according to the measure of the gift of Christ. In other words, there is some gift, a spiritual gift of some kind, that has been given to every believer. The reason is believers are given gifts so that they themselves may be gifts to their church, so that their church may be a gift to their community, that they may work together. That's important. We have to work together in order to get the gospel out, that souls would be saved, and that the church would increase. The grace that's being given here then would be a grace to use the gift that we've been given. Um, so, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. <clears throat> Aren't you thankful today that 
Uh, we've been given the gift of Christ in our life. He was the free gift of salvation. And so um, the same measure that we've been given Christ is the same measure that we've been given the grace of God. Um, but I, I do believe that I want to uh, point in on the fact that God gives us gifts and he gives us grace to use those gifts. Um, now look at this in verse 8. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? This, this points on the fact that our Christ, he literally uh, was entombed. You know, he was, he was literally dead from the crucifixion. Uh, he was entombed. Um, and for three days and three nights, he spent in the grave, amen, in the lower parts of the earth. Um, verse 10, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things, right? So Christ is the one that fills all things. Christ is the one that decides what gifts each one of us has. Christ is the one that decides what measure of grace we need in order to operate those gifts. Um, and now look at this. Different roles that he has given. And he gave. Alright. Um, this is very similar to, and write this down. I won't get into this yet today. But write down 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 8-28 through 28 and read that. Um, there we see the members of the body of Christ being endued with spiritual gifts and enablement for varied service. And here we see spirit endued uh, men being given um, roles that use those particular gifts in a ministerial function in the church so that they are gifts to the church. So um, there's several several spiritual gifts that we may be given. And then, um, and then those gifts all work into a ministerial calling, which then allows us to operate those gifts within the church. So here we have, um, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So it's important. There's several offices there. Um, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And all of those have a specific purpose pertaining to the church and to the church age. Verse 12 gives you the purpose for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, whatever office that some men have been given by Christ. Okay, first of all, we don't call ourselves to these offices. The Lord Jesus Christ does. Okay, so first apostles, then prophets, then evangelists, then pastors and teachers. All of those are to work together for the perfecting of the saints, the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Uh, verse 13, here's the purpose. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So, the office of pastor and evangelist and teacher and prophet, you know, these offices today are for the purpose of perfecting the saints. Believers in Christ being perfected 
in the walk, in their faith, and their understanding of the doctrines of the Bible. Um, and it's also for the work of the ministry that the gospel could continue to get out, that more people will get saved, that more people will get into the church, and that God would be glorified, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Okay, so this is all for the benefit of those who believe, with a purpose of having us all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Listen, unity which we've seen now a few times in Ephesians, is an incredibly important thing to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you the number one thing that prevents unity from happening in our churches is pride. Your pride is preventing your church from having unity in the faith. Um, sometimes prideful people get coddled and enabled by poor leadership to continue in a pattern of misbehavior or doctrinal impurity um, where they don't uh, put into practice um, the, the articles of faith. And when that happens, you're breaking down unity of the faith and you're hindering the knowledge of the Son of God. You're preventing the perfecting of the saints. Uh, you're preventing the development of the body of Christ. So it's important for leadership to identify these issues and, um, and to do the best they can in um, bringing those together that are divided and doing the best that they can um, to rebuke transgressions and, uh, and also to give correction, um, to preach repentance and to try to do their best to steer those that are um, not walking the way they should into the path of repentance and righteousness for their own sake, for the perfecting of the, of the body of Christ, okay? Now listen here in verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slay of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, all right? An undeveloped church and an undeveloped Christian, an unknowledgeable Christian, an unedified Christian, um, somebody that doesn't understand their gifts, um, their calling, that doesn't have a purpose, um, these individuals are easily taken advantage of. They're easily picked on, spiritually bullied, spiritually abused, um, drawn into cult-like situations, all kinds of things can happen. Uh, they, they're easily lured away into deceit. Um, and, uh, and so we are not to be in that condition. So that's why we have pastors and teachers and evangelists and everything so that the body of Christ would know the doctrines of the Bible, the practice of the faith, be edified, be knowledgeable, be wise, be diligent, be watchful, be prayerful, that we would avoid being deceitful or being deceived and pulled away into things that is not good for us, okay? Um, so it's important that the pastoral authority is respected because he has a big responsibility um, in making sure that everybody develops 
within the church and um, because an undeveloped Christian an idle Christian somebody that doesn't fulfill their calling becomes easily pulled away in deceitfulness all right or by deceitfulness I should say so look at verse 15 right so we look at the beginning beginning of verse 14 that we henceforth be no more children right but then verse 15 but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ listen church there's a time for us to grow up and for us to grow up sometimes people have to speak the truth to us in love and we may not like what we hear and it may not be comfortable and it may bring us conviction um, but but listen not every time somebody gives you the truth do you need to accuse them of being a mean or hateful person we speak the truth in love and the purpose that we speak the truth in love whether you want to hear it or not is so that you can grow up in Christ in all things because he's the head you're not the head I'm not the head Christ is the head he's given the order on purpose and for a reason if we can't follow this you know we're in trouble so when prophets evangelists pastors and teachers speak the truth in love don't throw stones at them for it it's for your own growth and development why because in verse 16 from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which is which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love so why do we speak the truth in love and not withhold truth um, even if it hurts somebody or offends somebody or gets them upset because the bigger picture is the whole body of Christ needs to be joined together to work together to grow together to be edified to be able to edify itself and to edify one another to make the impact in the community for the gospel um, everybody's role is important okay so when one role gets magnified and too much attention gets put on one person's job and what happens is is then another person's abilities and gifts get neglected then at that point in time not every joint supplieth right the whole body is no longer fitly joined together i mean you ever seen somebody who just works out listen so look at it like working out in the gym if you get somebody that does nothing but bench press and chest workout and he's got a big muscular chest and and but he never does um any any arm workouts but he got little pencil arms that's not right or somebody that does all upper body workout and he could bench press 350 pounds and and, and he's and he's in very good shape and he's got broad shoulders and big biceps and v-shape in the back muscles uh six pack in the stomach got little pencil legs because he ain't never done a leg workout a day in his life that's not right the whole point is to have an even uh fitness in the body to have equal development in the body that each person involved gets to develop spiritually and hone their skills and use their gifts for the edifying of the church for the furtherance of the gospel 
and it's the pastor's job in the church to see to it that that happens. Um, so that's uh, that's verse sixteen. Um, it's it's according that we have an effectual working in the measure of every part. In other words, uh, a church. The body of Christ does not work effectually. I mean, it's not effective in its purpose if it has undeveloped areas. Um, and so it's God's will that it is effective in what it does. So the body of Christ needs to be effective for the Lord, working in the measure of every part, making what? Increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And so we need to cultivate love uh, in our churches, we need to edify our churches, and every member is important, and every one of us needs to be developed in order for us to accomplish this. So that's the lesson uh, for today. I uh, hope it's a blessing to you. Hope it's a help to you. Hope it guides you, and um, how you look at the development of your church. And um, it's certainly the way I would like to see things developed at New Lexington Bible Church. So I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for going through these studies with me. Let's pray out. Father, we thank you for um, your word today, um, bringing us conviction. Help us have understanding. Help us apply it in our lives, in our churches. Um, Help us see to it that every member develops equally in the body, Lord, that we use our gifts that you've given us, um, that we utilize the grace that you've given us to use those gifts, and that we'll be a gift to our church, um, that we'll work in unity with others, and that we'll make a positive impact on the world around us for you. God, we need you, we love you, and we thank you for this day. Bless everyone and help us get um, to your house this Lord's Day coming up and to worship and give you praise because you are worthy. In Jesus' name. Amen.